happy Saturday, everyone. August 27, 2022, and welcome to episode number 398 of The Study Session. That's right, two away from 400, and I am just beaming with electricity and excitement, thanking all of you for being supporters of The Still Study and being here with me on this Saturday. Love yins, guys and gals, yins, beautiful, beautiful studyins. We got some Steelers football tomorrow. In fact, it is the final preseason contest of 2022 as your Steelers take on the Detroit Lions, 4.30 p.m. Acroshore Stadium in a game in which Mike Tomlin said the starters are going to play one full half and that they have actually game planned for the Lions. So what we see tomorrow will have some indications of what we should anticipate this season from this team. So, very important to pay attention, watch the starters, watch who's out there, because it is going to go a long way in determining not just the 53-man roster, but who's going to be strolled out there as starters in that first contest in the regular season against the Cincinnati Bengals. Again, my gratitude to you for being a supporter of The Still Study, for listening, reading, and sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. And... What I wanted to spend some time talking about today is the Mason Rudolph being traded speculation is ramping up. It's heating up, and I've been saying it for a long time now that I thought that this would happen either during camp or at the end of training camp, end of preseason. And it looks like this is building momentum, building steam, and it should happen in a few days, and I fully expect it to. So just wanted to spend some time talking about is there any change in terms of what I see in terms of compensation which teams could he possibly go to and then what type of impact will this have on the Steelers in terms of their quarterback situation for this season first of all in terms of compensation back in the spring I was saying and this was after Kenny Pickett was drafted I was saying that a seventh round pick would have been suffice sufficient for for Rudolph, but he has played well during this preseason, and I think that he is bottom line, I think baseline, a six-round pick is what could be expected now. I've kind of become a little bit more optimistic on that, so I'd expect nothing less than a six-rounder, but there is potential to get a fifth-rounder, and maybe if a team is desperate enough or it feels that Rudolph is worth it, maybe even a fourth-round pick. So, I would say sixth round pick guaranteed. Fifth round pick would be middle capital. Fourth rounder would be a big win. And you'd have to give Omar Khan a lot of props for pulling that off. So we'll have to see what is exchanged for his value. But that's kind of where I see that value landing at this point. And then in, in terms of teams who could potentially look at Rudolph, I talked about the team the other day and mentioned that it is very ironic. It's downright ironic that with the Detroit Lions coming into town this weekend, they have a very unsettled quarterback position. And their head coach has said specifically that they could be looking at a quarterback via a trade. So that could be happening. So I think if there is a destination for Rudolph, a likely place for him to land 
it's going to be Detroit. They have Jared Goff and really just a bunch of no names there. So potentially he could be their guy or another team to throw out there that could potentially take a chance on Rudolph would be the Houston Texans. So there are teams out there that are quarterback needy. It's hard to speculate where, but Detroit seems like a a place that he could end up. And again, I'll throw the Texans out there as also being a potential landing spot. And then in terms of what type of impact does this have on the Pittsburgh Steelers? Well, a couple things. Number one, it's going to lower the number of quarterbacks on the team to two. So you'll have Mitch Trubisky there. You'll have Kenny Pickett, Trubisky being your starter, Pickett being your backup. There will be no number three. Now, there is historical precedent. I don't believe it was under the Cower era. Uh, It may be. I'd have to go back and check where they only had two active quarterbacks on the roster. And I'm thinking this is probably with Cower. Antoine Randall L was their third quarterback. He was their emergency quarterback. So there is precedent for it. And they have had quarterbacks on the practice squad. So what we could see is Chris Oladokun re-sign. He's put on the practice squad. The Steelers carry two quarterbacks during the regular season. It's Trubisky. It's Pickett. Those are your two. And then you have an emergency number three who would step in in the event that (laughs) all hell breaks loose and it's just... Pandora's box is open and they need somebody. They sure they could find somebody on the roster who'd be able to do that, but they could go that route, putting Oladokun on the practice squad. The other thing that they could do is sign a bottom tier free agent quarterback to bring in who is their third guy who's active on game days just as a sense of insurance. Now, will they do that? We don't know. It will be very telling about their thoughts on Oladokun. If they go the route of signing a bottom tier free agent quarterback, it tells you that they're really not sold on him. If they do sign Oladokun to the practice squad, that shows that there is some belief and hope that he could grow. He has some potential. So one of those two routes will be taken, either Oladokun to the practice squad. They'll dress two quarterbacks on game day. That's Trubisky and Pickett. They'll roll with it that way. Or they sign a quarterback to dress on game days and number three, they don't sign Oladokun to the practice squad. That's really how it's going to play out. It's going to be one of those two scenarios. Or maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe Rudolph does stay and maybe it is Trubisky. It is Pickett. It is Rudolph as your number three, which I just think would be a waste. I think Rudolph wants the opportunity to at least be the number two somewhere to get an opportunity to jump in there and show what he could do. He's going to be hungry to do that. I think the team is going to give him that opportunity. He's a competitor. He's a professional, but at the same time, he wants to play. He wants to start in this league. He's not going to get that shot with the Steelers. So I think he has done enough for this organization that they'll try and make that happen if the compensation is appropriate. So that is something to pay very close attention to over these next few days. As soon as the day after the preseason game against the Lions, I mean, they could ultimately, they could be in talks right now about a trade. They they really could be. Um, you know, who knows? But we're going to find out sooner rather than later whether or not Mason Rudolph is a Pittsburgh Steeler or what's going to happen with him. So 
Again, just my thoughts on that Mason Rudolph trade situation. Pittsburgh Steelers football tomorrow. Final preseason game, guys and gals. Can you believe that? It's August 27th. We have four days left in this month. Then we're into September, and that is game on. It is game on. September 11th, first Steelers regular season contest. Cincinnati Bengals in Cincinnati. We're going to see what type of team that we have. Before we get there, though, I will have the Still Study second annual Steelers season preview that will give you analysis of every position, what to expect, statistical projections, and a win-loss prediction for the record of the team. So be on the lookout for that. That will probably be posted the Sunday before Labor Day. But that's always fun sharing that with all of you. Can't wait to hear your comments and feedback on that. Be on the lookout for that. Be on the lookout for seven straight days of study sessions always coming your way. Check out the latest Still City Insider with Jim Wexel. Craig Wolfley joins the show, the Steelers color analysis who's in the booth, former Steelers offensive lineman. That is linked in the show notes. Let's connect. You know how to do that one of three ways. Comment directly on the article at the bottom of the page. Hit me up via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com. Give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you. Don't forget that the Still Study is now on Apple Podcasts. You can subscribe and get daily updates to your feed of the study sessions of the Still Study podcast. So make that happen. And don't forget about the donut button. There is a donut. Donut. Damn. I always mix that up. That's why I call it the donut button up because I can't say it right. There is a newly added donate button to the site. Several studyings asked me, hey, is there any way that I can make some type of contribution to the site? was apprehensive about doing it at first, but I did put that up there. If you enjoy the work that I do on the site, remember it is a completely free site, but if you want to buy me a beer, click on that button, donate 50 cents a dollar, whatever. I appreciate it 100%. Anyway, that's going to wrap it up here for this episode number 398, two away from 400 going to be very excited to share in that celebration with all of you and then the next push is the 500 then the sixth and the seventh and the eighth nine and the thousand can't wait yin's beautiful studyings i hope you have a phenomenal saturday here have a wonderful weekend enjoy your life enjoy your family your friends and remember life is beautiful in the black and gold peace everyone make it a peaceful saturday see you